You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome to Shot of History. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm your host, Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Dev. Dee <laughs> I'm Melissa. <laughs> and uh, I am uh, Rod Belcher. I write under the name R.S. Belcher. I was just wandering by and they offered me some booze, so here I am. Uh, that's kind Yay. of like what we do. We lure people in yeah. with, alcohol. with alcohol. We're like we're like the sirens, but like with alcohol. <laughs> you know, we don't have pretty singing voices. We're just like, hey, we've got booze. And people are like, Yes. <laughs> I came. I, I was there before the podcast stuff. And she was just like, "Hey, let's do this." And I'm like, okay. "It'll be fun." <laughs> you know, you want to. <laughs> so you you are our special guest for this episode. I feel special. You are very special. <laughs> and before we get started, it's time for a shot. And what are you drinking, Big Dev? Uh, some some fun. kind of shot called Frankenstein's Lab. It, so this will be. Oh. Uh, it does look like brainy and I bloody. May, may or may not be here for the rest of the episode. Uh, you. Really better be. <laughs> We're not right. short. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, how was it? That crowd, though. <laughs> that not crowd, though. <laughs> not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it looks actually really good. What is it made out of? There's uh, there's Bailey's. There's peach schnapps. Ooh, and uh, a splash of grenadine. That was it. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Wow. I love Bailey's. Yeah, it was, it was actually it refreshing. So, you know what? We might have to get we might have to get a round of those at some point. Dave said, you know, he opened a bar tab, so let's just go. We're going to go ham on that bar tab. Well, I'm not I'm just learning this. So, <laughs> Melissa's like, "Oh, I drank your crown when I could have had whatever I wanted." You yeah, master. <laughs> All right. Well, so now, that we've, now that we've done this shot, uh, we are coming to you, well, live technically, but not really live because you're going to hear this in a few weeks. Uh, <laughs> kind of, sort of. From live. Motor City SteamCon uh, at the Sheridan in Novi. We are live to anybody walking past at this very moment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wants so, to stop our studio listen. audience. <laughs> you know, random people that are walking by. We're like, we're sitting right by like the business center, too. I feel yeah. like we're like, we're in the, there's I mean, a bar we are, there. We are doing Someone business. may need to fax something. Or, you it know, is business. We can yeah. Get them we, in on the act. We, yeah. yeah. I mean, Hey, what are you thinking? Nobody somebody? using the business center. <laughs> Do you remember that uh, cover letter for your TPS report? <laughs> <laughs> oh, TPS report. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, that'd be. <laughs> so, so, tell us about you. Tell us, like, when were you born? Where were you born? Let's start at the beginning. Why were you born? Did somebody high five you at, at the some beginning point yeah. in your life? <laughs> the Big Bang. Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> Close. That's very close. That's a different convention. Different convention. (laughs) Um, Let's see. I. You mean like writing and stuff, or just like, like whatever? It, whatever. It, this oh my God. is like literally open. Like you can yeah. talk about whatever you um, want. Writing, science, math, the history, <laughs> of, <laughs> the history of your career. Um, right there, we go. Start at the beginning. Uh, Shot well, of history. I, I used to uh, uh, write for fun when I was a kid. 
uh, my uh, mom would bring me to work with her because she kind of had to in the summer. And she would give me like a pad of loose leaf paper. Loose leaf paper. Do you yeah. guys remember that? That was that, that was, used to be a thing. Yeah, this gives you what? an idea of how old I am. Um, I use notebooks. So I well, I started clothes. out with tablets and I'd chisel things into them. <laughs> but after after a while, it would switch over to loose leaf. That newfangled loose leaf paper. Yes. Um, but anyways, it's, I'd draw little comics. I was like, I was a huge science fiction fantasy geek and this was back this was back in the days kids before that was popular and, and cool it was back when you got beat up for that shit so <laughs> sorry pardon me whoops oh, oh no, yeah. you can swear oh yeah this show is not very swear okay. friendly all right awesome okay <laughs> i thought the booze might kind of you know, help with that there's too. much yeah, swearing exactly. on the show yeah, yeah. so <laughs> a lot we'll of swearing just come by later <laughs> <laughs> someone just set up like a time lapse camera <laughs> yeah. and just do this over the course of the day and see um but uh anyway so i, I draw little comics and stuff and i would sell them to her little blue haired lady Customers Aww. for a quarter. So I've been a paid writer since I was nine years old. That's so awesome! Boom. This, this hustle is real. Life. He's winning at life. <laughs> um, I, hustle money out of nine years old. Ladies. Yeah, yeah. That was how what I got your, started. It was, what yeah. were your comics like? What did you usually do? Star Wars, Star Wars. Oh, and okay. the Avengers, and Spider-Man, and Batman, and Robin oh, were cool. my oh. my favorites. And they I all drew them pretty much the same. Batman would have little triangles on top of his head. So you know, because because. <laughs> As you know, I'm a I'm I'm really damaged as an artist. I should not be allowed to draw anything ever. Uh, I have some restraining, uh, you know, some restraining warrants in some towns and cities. Um, but anyways, so I got uh, I, I growed up. And, I, grew, uh, I got grown. Yeah. It happened. Um, and, I grown uh, now. Did a bunch of other stuff uh, for a living. I was a private investigator for twelve years. Ooh, oh wow! Oh my gosh! Can I, we just like we're just gonna like take a little tiny detour, detour here? <laughs> you PI, dude. Does that go into your work now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it really does. It would it have was, to. I think, yeah, I think it would have to. And that's, that's a big part of your life. At the same time, I was doing PI stuff. I was going to school for forensic science. I was studying forensic science. And I was like all into criminal profiling and behavioral science and all of that stuff. That was like my. Sudden's mind is blown right now. Can we get now. married? <laughs> like, <I> mean, <laughs> this is so sudden. I, know, I, know. <laughs> I was not expecting this. <laughs> so, have you seen Mindhunter, by the way? Yes. Okay, I love Mindhunter. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, go see that. Watch that. It's on Netflix. It's really cool. Um, but anyway, so I. I, I did all that stuff, and in the process of doing all that, I kind of decided maybe this is not what I want to do for a living because um, I, I think I would have been a cop for like a week, and then I would have been like thrown in jail or something. I don't know. So, um, anyways, uh, we had just had my my now ex wife, but at the time my wife, we we just had our second child, um, who is now sixteen, Aww. and she's awesome. And my she's son still a is beeb. yeah. She's a and my son is 22, and he's amazing. Don't They're, tell her that. I got, yeah, well, no, hopefully she's not. She, no, she doesn't listen to any of this stuff. She thinks <laughs> I hang out with nerds. She doesn't like any of this. But um, <laughs> it'd be sweet nerd, if my dad was. Nerd, I think it would be sweet nerd, if my dad nerd. was an author. Like I think it was amazing. <laughs> We're okay so, with this. They yeah. don't want me to we know the that they're happy with what I do, but behind my back, they tell other people what I do, and they oh, sound pretty happy yeah. about it. So um, they're, they're secretly yeah, annoying but in, it. in yeah. you know, my my little girl used to send me little notes like, "Dear Dad, I love you. Your books suck." <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And it's like, keep Children me honest, baby. Keep me honest. That's good. Um, That's what they do, man. When, when uh, I think when Queen of the Sword, when, when Queen of Swords came out, Emily put up on her Facebook page. Um, Please buy my dad's lousy book. I need college money or something to that effect. <laughs> you have good kids, man. I, I, they're oh the best. Goodness. Are you they're, kidding? Thanks. Yeah, I made them myself. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, anyways, I feel um, like that'll be my daughter when she turns when she's sixteen. Like that, yeah. I have, yeah. A, I have I a feel like year old, at so. some point your daughter's <laughs> bought your book to give you as a Father's Day gift to be like, here, I I'm bought. funding my yeah, own. Exactly. College. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm paying <laughs> into my own college fund here. Yeah. I, I, every time I get like a box of books in from tour, yeah. I always put some aside for my kids. Yep. And I'll usually write something in the front of them, which and. Both of them are like, oh, yeah, your books are great. I'm like, have you read them? And they're like, um, I read that chapter with the horse. <laughs> like, Was there a horse? There's like, a, there's like in the first chapter, there's a, in, in Six Gun, the first book, first chapter, there's a little thing about a horse. And I'm like, that's the first book in the first chapter. And they're like, yeah, I'll get around to it. Okay, so, so when I'm like, you know, dust, they'll, you know, when I'm all thanos right. they'll, um, they'll probably uh, actually read them. But nice reference. Yeah. Thank, thank you. By the way. Thanks. Thank you. Um, so Infinity Wars, though. <laughs> my daughter got born. We needed. We we had uh, got born. I don't know if that's a wordsmith. Um, got born. So, anyways, um, I had run a comic book and game store for a few years, and that's enjoyed awesome. that immensely. Yeah. I I really always wanted to do that. Here's a little pro tip: if you enjoy comic books or games, never open a comic book or game store. Jeff <laughs> <laughs> knows a little bit also, about this. Also, don't go into that. There's, there's a reason. There's a reason the guys that own those stores look the way they do. It's, <laughs> oh, no. it's true. Oh no. Well, I feel like owning a business is completely different right. from yeah, yeah. actually being able to enjoy. Exactly, and I found that out the, the hard yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. So you don't get to have actually any fun. Everyone around you is having fun, and you're. Yeah, this, this little gray right. cloud over your head. So. Yeah, before I invested in SourcePoint, I was 150 pounds and yeah, yeah. <laughs> really good looking. That was three Super. months ago. Yeah. Super good looking. It, yeah. it doesn't take long. It works quick. It's like acid. Um, so uh, anyways, so there I was. I had a, a baby and needed to make a living. And uh, I was working like three jobs. I was working at a 7-Eleven. I was working at a bookstore, which most of the money at the bookstore, I hate to say, was they had a go ahead, take that home and read it policy. <laughs> so nice. I ended up most of my paycheck from the bookstore went to the bookstore. Of course. Um, that's dangerous. That's yeah. 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 That's not the bookstore. That would be. But I, yeah. um, I decided to start trying to write for some of the local newspapers and stuff. And I walked into the uh, office of our little community newspaper and said, hey, I don't have a journalism degree. I I've never written professionally in my life. I'd like to write for you. And I'm the guy for the job. That's right. <laughs> you don't even have to pay me. And they, that was what did it. That was actually, you know, I just want to buy a line. There had to be like a catch somewhere. Right? <laughs> so. I, just, I just want to be paid in exposure. Right. Right. Yeah, yes. So, from this community newspaper. That, so like, you're like the 800. reason that people still do that. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Nice. Um, if you want to start a writing career, uh, well, now, actually, you have a lot more options back Back then, we didn't have back this. in the day. We didn't back have that interweb thing. Well, I mean, you're talking about newspapers, and I mean, they're a dying breed now, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, they really, they really are. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the folks I used to work with in newspapers have gone on to other things. Um, but, anyways, so uh, they took me on. Uh, my first editor was a lady named Meg Hibbert, who was awesome, and Meg put me through like writer boot camp. Uh, which Shout out to Meg. So, okay, you, you guys do interviews and stuff. Yeah. One of, the, one of the little tests she had for me was I got to interview her for, you know, it, like, how would you how like, would you interview me? And was it, it like, on the spot? Yes. Oh, man, that's the worst. <laughs> and, yeah, because it was did, probably a lot of, like, this was you part remember of, when you wrote that article? It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> and she gave me nothing. She gave me, so it's like, blah, 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 question, blah, 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 blah. 
Yes. Stone face. <laughs> that's it. Nothing else. That was part of your and, interview? Well, yeah. Sometimes when you're interviewing people, that's what happens. Right. You don't right. know how to... And you have to, like... Interviews whole. Yeah, you have I to hate, draw it out. I hate interviews. Yeah. If you folks are, are listening, don't know I'm doing this, which is yeah, yeah. the <laughs> sign language for pulling something, yeah. I we're, think. We're That's, dragging, uh, dragging out of people. Exorcism kind of sort of thing. Trying to take out your soul. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. We're yeah. all about taking souls. So. Soul here at Shot of History. I mean, I she, do have freckles, so I am like the ginger. So <laughs> I take a lot of souls. Daywalker. Um, so, many, many souls. Um, she was the second worst interview I ever had to do. Um, and Whoa, hold on. Second, second worst. Second. Yeah. There's words. I was at a convention. There's more. I know, I was, right? I <laughs> when I when I just started writing professionally, um, I had uh, one pro sale to my name. I'd, I'd uh, written a short story for a Star Trek anthology. Um, Simon and Schuster did this thing called Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Um, that was but it was like all amateurs. You couldn't have more than like three pro sales to be in the club. Okay. So okay. I'd never written a Star Trek story before. I'd been like a huge Star Trek geek my whole life, and uh, I wrote the story, and and that was my first professional sale. Yay! So, um, and I got invited to this convention, and I got to interview Larry Niven, the the science fiction author. Yeah, and that's awesome. A guy who did Ring World and eighty million other things, um, and he is a very cool guy, but he is somewhat tacit to to put it. Mildly. Okay. So the I night like before, word. so before my big interview with Larry Niven, um, I spent the night before uh, just getting fantastically wrecked. I was so <laughs> amazing. My my girlfriend at the I've time <laughs> found me in the back well, of my car, reported, face actually. down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was. I was hot garbage last night. <laughs> so drunk. You're, you're, well, you're carrying yourself me, very well, very me, well. Uh, and me, here he is, side drinking again. We're, we're doing so a quick aside. Is, uh, this is the notes that I had prepared for uh, the last show that I was going to talk on. Okay. So you want to know notes. how much I made it through? That. That. To there. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that like a 30-minute show, too? Alcohol like, oh, yeah. is, is some sort of weird time distillation yeah. kind of thing. It stretches it out. It yeah, pumps yeah. it up. So she found me in the back of my car, face down. Uh, go and um, <laughs> she, uh, she, she, to her credit, bless her heart, she opened up the door. Like she got fire doors open and propped them open, and she had like this whole little like path set up to our room. She lugs my my, and for you in Radioland, I'm I'm not a petite little flower here. I'm not svelte. Um, uh, lugged my well, that was, drunken. This is post uh, comic shop ownership. Yes, so, yeah, we yes. All I've, I've trimmed down a little since then, yeah. actually. Um, but um, she she got me up out of the car. I staggered out of the car. She made this little eep sound, and I went down. <laughs> I cracked my head on the back of a curb. I don't remember that, and I don't remember a lot of things now. No. Uh, <laughs> and then there's the brain damage. And, yeah. But, but you, know, I, you know, to the amazing power of drunk, I was not harmed in that, and at least as far as I know. And um, no, you just went the alcohol to protection. <laughs> right. So she, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. like you know, potion of seriously injured, stumbling and vulnerability. So, um, so anyway, she gets me up to the room, face down the bed. Three or four hours later, beep, 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 and I drag my ass out of bed and I throw some water on my face and everything. I did not have time to change. I'm wearing a grass stained Venture Brothers t shirt. Venture Bros! 
And it just adds to it, though. And and I have I have I probably had like grass in the back of my <laughs> skull and everything else. I look like a vagrant, and <laughs> and I smelled like one too. And I stagger into the con room, and there's the, there's the conference room, there's the, the panel room, full. Packed to capacity. People oh, standing in the back. Oh cameras. Oh you know. No. My mom's there. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, my, <laughs> that well that. I'd be like, he hold on one minute. Life in that and stagger in, <laughs> slump in the chair. I was naked. <laughs> <laughs> it was only then I realized and I had forgotten my pants. wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I sit I down. I had a lot of dreams with no pants. And, there's Larry, and Larry Niven looks like that shy English teacher you had in like eighth grade Aww. who always you knew something was going on in there but he didn't want to say anything about it um, so I sat down next to him and I, I, I wound up on the way in the elevator I'm like trying to put words together in my head and I, so I come up with this, this question which is this big wind up it's kind of like a little you know kissing Larry Niven's ass and then a little mm-hmm. bit of and this is all the amazing things he's done and uh, and I, then I wind up to the question should you, which he should talk for about 20 minutes on and that'll give me time to think of the next question. And I go, blah, 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 blah. Huh. And he goes, no. <laughs> and I see my whole no. fucking life flash in front of my eyes. Just shattered. <laughs> and I managed to get through the rest of the interview. I don't know how, but that was that was the worst interview oh, okay. of my life. So well, That's okay, in front yeah. of a bunch of people. It's oh, like yeah. When, oh, yeah. When we are on like radio like this or on doing a podcast like we can interview and like edit like if things are right, terrible right. when you're doing it <laughs> for real in real time in front of other people you assume that there's editing involved <laughs> well we don't edit this show I was gonna say there's no edit yeah like, this show is different this show is different we, we're just off the cuff all the time right, which you know? is awesome Makes it Larry Niven, I, I gave him a copy of the Star Trek book that had my story in it um, no. it won the grand prize that year so it was like a big deal I, I, I got paid more for that story than I I mean it was like Ten, tw- no, it was ten cents a word from Simon and Schuster, which is, you that's, know, you're a writer, you know, that's nice. pretty good. good. Yeah. That's good money. So I, I say, look, I know you wrote some. He wrote some episodes for the animated Star Trek show, um, and he's a pretty big Star Trek fan. And, yeah. I, and I gave him the book. I said, hey, I just want you to have this. You know, I really loved reading your stuff when I was a kid. And um, basically, uh, he goes, hey, can you sign this for me? Which was the most he said in the whole fucking interview. <laughs> but. Um, but he, 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 I signed it. I signed a book for Larry Niven, and that was kind of fucking That's awesome. awesome. So, but anyways, I forget how we got into this. But anyways, yeah, I did newspaper work. Your worst for a while. interview. That's what we were talking. Yeah, about. That's how yeah. I, got I, I ended up. <laughs> you know that that, that, we're that job interview. Pull you thank, thank, yeah, yeah, no, that's wonderful. Ten thousand different directions. And if yeah. you and if you haven't figured it out by now, I I kind of wander there on my own anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, this go, is good. Back over here. Come this on. Like, here. It's like an episode of This Is Your Life. Oh my God! No, 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 no. You can edit right. Right? Okay, good. But only the funny Great. parts. <laughs> um, so anyways, well, you're drunk and hit you on the sidewalk. They, they, um, I started writing for them for free. They had a re- reporter that was going on a maternity leave. So I worked for her for like two or three months. And by the end of the, by the, end of the first month, they were paying me. And, nice. Um, paid. Yeah, money. Yeah, which, you know, that, that hot, you know, heavy community newspaper money. You know. <laughs> You're like, I got $5. Yeah. You can afford crafts and bills tonight. I, <laughs> I could not afford to quit my Taco other two Bell jobs. Box. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was tonight. You know, everybody gets a taco. That's yeah. a couple so, of cases of ramen noodles, so, though. Yes. There you go. Ooh. That college life, yes. Yeah. That's um, sexy shit. Ramen yeah. noodles so, and easy, Mac. So I was still working the other two jobs. I was working a night shift at a Seven Eleven, and I we're in a Seven Eleven where you're supposed to get combat pay, really for. <laughs> and um, and then I was working the bookstore gig, and I loved all of it. I really, I, I loved writing. I just that 
I discovered the more I did it, the more I enjoyed it. So, yeah. um, in a couple by the by six months later, the publisher offered me a gig as the managing editor of one of the other low community newspapers. So nice. I had my own ship. And you know, Ooh, awesome. ship, you know, and moving on up. Did that? That turned into some uh, freelance writing gigs, and all during this, I'm still writing. Like I'm writing short fiction and writing my my love. I, this was to pay the bills, but I was re- really trying to do fiction stuff. And you know, sending out stories and getting re- rejection letters and sending out stories and getting rejection letters. <laughs> rejection letters are the best. I feel like as long as they're politely written, like your work might not be the best fit for this. <laughs> publishing at this time <laughs> at this time it's no the best ones are the ones that come and they're like i cannot believe you sent this <laughs> those are the ones i want to read <laughs> <laughs> no, rejection letters. i was actually stupider from having read this are some of these words <laughs> here's a bill for my time that you wasted <laughs> in all honesty rejection letters are awesome because that means you are trying to move your career forward right. like yes. you're actually putting yourself oh out yeah there. most yes. i most no specials, they get rejected uh, how honestly, many times? Like, I will take a rejection letter because I'm like, I did something. Yes. I sent that out. Like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Just like sending I, it out you know, into the world is like fighting. People want this. I have a, a cautionary rejection <laughs> letter tale. I have a, we, we had a little writers group, and this was around the time I, I think I sold this. The Star Trek story was during this time I sold the Star Trek story. That was my first big sale. And I got to go to a convention and sign books, and it was awesome. It blew my mind. I'd never done anything like that before in my life. Um, but I had a, we had a little writer's group, and I had a friend who's brilliant, and he's a really good writer. He sent one of his stories that we had been, you know, kind of passing around to uh, Weird Tales, which is a pretty big, you know, yeah, H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft, uh, um, Weird Tales, Arthur Conan, not, no, no, sorry, um, um, Howard, um, uh, Robert Howard, you know, a bunch of really famous fantasy and fiction folks got their start in Weird Tales. So he sends it to Weird Tales. He gets a rejection letter back. It is a six-page handwritten wow. rejection letter. Wow. That is a serious rejection. That, that I got like a very I, six pages. I got that's, excited that's for hand, him. I was, yeah. I was dancing around. I said, Why are you so dancing? It's a rejection. I said, this guy took the time. He reads probably to hundreds yeah. of stories a week. Yeah. yeah. And he took the time to sit down with a pen and paper and write you out a letter. And, right. it, was, and it was like, this is why we're not buying it. This is what I really like about it. This is some suggestions I'd make to you on how you can change it. See, and at the awesome. end of it the, is the magic the thing you always want to hear um, from a rejection yeah. letter. Yeah. If you want to send this back to us, I'll look at it again. That's beautiful. That is awesome. He yeah, that's never perfect. sent it back. Oh man. He couldn't he he the just couldn't kind of handle to get though. He, he couldn't, couldn't handle, handle the rejection. rejection. He couldn't oh, handle the yeah. rejection. It, yeah. it was just like, well, I suck and I, I shouldn't do this. And so that's what you're I absolutely like, but he agree gave with you. Criticism yeah. though. Writing. Like he gave you ideas of what, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He wanted what he it. Didn't didn't like about it. Like he wanted they, you know, it was a good story. Which is, they saw potential in it. Yeah. Rather than just tell you no, we don't like it. Being a writer is being rejected a lot of times. And if you don't have the stones for it. Yep, absolutely. I mean you have to you you have to be seriously like gotta be able to handle it. If yeah. somebody says what you wrote is a piece of shit and I hate you, like, you just have to take it and be like, okay, I appreciate your feedback. That's Thank cool. You. And <coughs> move on, you know? Everything that we write is not for everyone. Right. right. But somebody. Somebody will appreciate you, it. You have to be like a, going. Yeah, you have to be like a prize fighter. You have yeah. to get your ass kicked and then get back up. I would just I would come home from swimming, one of my jobs and find a rejection yeah, that was letter fine and just or be finding like, Nemo. I suck and why am I doing this? And then I would write <laughs> another couple of pages on my novel 
and go to the bed. A lot of times when, you know, you get a rejection letter, it takes the wind out of you, especially on certain days. Some days yeah. it's like, ah, whatever. And then other days it's like, oh, God, why am I even trying? <laughs> so keep, yeah. if you want to do that, keep trying. The writer's life is, uh, is it's very like, it's highs and lows, and yes. you just have to power through all of it. Yes. And some editors are going to be like just Brutal. sweethearts to work with, and others are going Brutal. to be, you know, Torquemada. So, <laughs> just <laughs> so. Uh, anyways, after I got the Star Trek story done and it sold, and uh, everybody kind of freaked out, including me, um, I decided to start working on a novel. And the first novel was Six Gun Tarot, which was my first book that got sold to Tor. Um, nice. And I met, I was writing the thing, and I didn't think anybody was actually going to want to buy this thing. I, you know, I was writing it for myself more than anything else. And uh, basically, I met an editor from Tor at DragonCon. And what? hit her up, and she was, he had like, awesome. a panel, and uh, tried not to be too stalkery. I was like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a creep. You know, you don't, want, you, don't want, you don't want to be an editor at a convention and hear like, <laughs> behind you. So, you know. <laughs> so, I, I walked up and I gave him the pitch. And the pitch was, uh, hey, how's it going? Here's my business card. I'm a writer. I actually write for a living. I'm not just some creepy stalker following you. Um, and uh, I have this book I'm writing. It's kind of like. I maybe I am. If you want me to be, I will be. Whatever, you know, whatever works for you. You're trying I'm, to add that in like, really quick before they freak out so. and call security. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. If you're going to be a writer, you're going to get maced a few times at least. It's, it's okay, though. That comes with the territory. Um, this happens. So, anyways, she liked the pitch, which was what if Zane Gray and H.P. Lovecraft were a Western together? Um, and they kind of dug that. So, um, H.P. and a Western. I'm yeah, I'm yeah. looking at it right now on Audible because I have a credit. Woo! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Supporting authors. And Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bought. Hey. Thank you so much. Woo! Oh, it's right awesome. Like, that was just in the moment. Yeah. Wow. I love this show. Just now you've made stuff. money. Thank, thank you. <laughs> My daughter thanks you. Her college fund thanks you. Um, she's, she's going to a great school. Yeah, yeah. You better send her to Harvard. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not quite there yet. It's going to be more like, you know, community college probably. But that's okay. It's still college. It's, it works. But, you know, so anyways, um, it... Uh, we paid, we played phone tag around a phone tag email tag for about a year, and I really thought this was like a really super polite brush off. Like, oh, I'm so interested in your book. Here's my card. You email me, and then you know, and I, it was like month after month. And I sent her. We basically did like an introductory email, and wait and wait and wait and wait. And uh, finally, about eight months later, I get something back from her. And, this, and meanwhile, I'm still working and I'm still writing the book, and I'm I'm just kind of going on my merry way. And I get this email back from her, and it's like, okay, we're trying to find you an editor. Um, I really like it. Um, the guy who would normally be reading this is full up. He can't. But I'm going to see if I can find you another in-house editor to, like, uh, to look at your stuff. And if I can't, here's a list of some agents that you can send it to to try to shop it around. And I talked to a couple of writer buddies of mine who are professionals, and they're like, they don't do that. Usually, if they're not really interested in you, and they never recommend an agent to you because they don't want you to have an agent. Right, right. <laughs> you know, they would rather you, you know, be unwrapped because, you know, it it's just gives them a little more flexibility. So, anyways, thank you. Hi. You want to be on radio? <laughs> we love random people walking around. We love it. Get on in. So, 
Um, so, anyways, uh, eventually I got in front of a guy named uh, Greg Cox, who is my editor at Tor, who has written a ton of stuff. He writes a bunch of Star Trek novels, and he does... I love Star Trek Trek novels. I'm, like, a big... If you've read... I have, like, a lot of them in my my um, book Greg has written some of the really awesome ones. He's written some really cool ones. Um, And Greg... uh, is a amazing editor. He's a really nice guy, super nice guy. And he sent me an email, and it was basically like, hey, I read your manuscript, and I liked it so much, I read it a second time, and we want to make an offer on it. And That's great. Now, up until I sent it to Greg, I had like a deadline to send it to him. And I was like, you know, I called in all of my, my beta readers and my beta editors. And I'm like, everyone pick this thing apart. And, I, and I'm working on it right up until the, like the very last minute I could send it. And I send it. And I'm like, that was a piece of crap. I'm done. I've, I've, I had my one chance. <laughs> I, I screwed it up. Slammed my head against a couple of walls. And um, anyways, so Greg liked it. And he bought it. And it was the most... It was after reading that email. It was like being in a dream. It was. It was just like you've had those moments in your life where it's just like this isn't really happening. This really couldn't be real. Right. And and it, it took many, many, many years before I was like, okay, I'm going to wake up. And this was all just some sort of you know meth fueled. And, and you, know? you still <laughs> haven't woken up, right? No, not really. I still wait for it to kind of. It's <laughs> awesome. Yesterday, walking out of a panel, I was uh, in a panel a friend of mine was doing, and I'm walking out, and this lady's like, "Can I please get your picture?" And I'm like. Uh, why did I do something wrong? <laughs> she's like, she's like, no. It was like, I love your, you know, I love your book. I'm like, holy crap! And you recognize me? So um, you know so, who I am? Yeah, yeah, seriously. Um, so I, she, I got my picture taken with this lady. It was really cool, and she was very. Her and her husband were very nice, and everything it was awesome. It was just completely unexpected. It, it's so. very weird when somebody's like, hey. You want to take a picture with me? Like, why? Yeah, yeah. What, what do you want from me? Like, what, what is the scam here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing. Yeah. What's but wrong with you? I, I are the, you okay? He's wearing a grass stained shirt. Yeah. Are you, I smell are you like sick. Right Beer and sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one eye is pointing one direction, one eye over here. Um, and then I was in the elevator uh, last night, and there was this lady in the elevator with, with Six Cantero. And I looked down and I said, yeah, it's a nice book you got there. And she's like, oh, thanks. And I was like, yeah, I hear the guy's a little jackass that wrote it. <laughs> and then she looks down at my name tag and goes, oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. I love it. How does that feel when you see somebody with your book? Like, it's got It is the... It blows my mind. Yeah. It really... I mean, it when I... I see someone walking around with it. It's and it and it doesn't happen like all the time or anything, but it's it's really cool. Even it, if it happens yeah. one of the time, yes. that's yeah. amazing. It's still, yeah, yeah. Like, mean, somebody bought my stuff. <laughs> and I had a lot of folks who said, "I read your book. I really loved it, and I'm recommending it to all these other people." And that's a great feeling. I I try to be very appreciative. I haven't. Um, I have a, a, a bunch of folks that are on my social media, and they're very supportive and very excited about whatever I'm working on. And nice. there are days where there, you know, writing is like any other job. It is a job, and there are going to be days where you're just like, Oh my god, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. just, I would rather be doing. One of the big things is you don't get a steady paycheck. It is feast or famine. Right. So it's like, if I get paid for a book or I get a royalty check, I got to budget that stuff out because tonight we're eating steak. You don't know when the next Taco Bell. Bell. You don't know when the next steak, one's coming. So you're like, 
Mm. It's making, just like a steak. Making that shit stretch. <laughs> I've cooked this steak. Now I've got to pour off the drippings. So I, right. for later. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, that's the writer's life. Yeah, it you is. do it, it really you, is. and you have to like really love it. Yes. If you don't love it, don't do it. If you're do, if you're that's writing, my best advice. And actually, I forget there was some fairly famous writer, and I don't remember who, but the quote was basically, "If you're writing just to get published, stop writing." Because that's yeah. not, and I mean, even when I am not on a project, so I would just be working on something that is just fun. I, if I don't write every couple of days, I start getting antsy. You know, I start getting like, I, you get the, you, get, you know, kind of get the shakes, and you gotta, <laughs> hey man, I need to write something. I need a paragraph, man. You know? <laughs> so, um, so I, I, mean, I did, did it when I was nine years old, and I loved it then. And, and he, it sounds like you still love it. I, I am so lucky. I'm really am lucky. I, I. You know everything. I mean, you know, everything in, in your life. You have things that go up and you go down, and you have good times and bad times. But if you can have like at least one thing that you can get out of bed in the morning and say, "This was," you know, I've got this. I got to do this. And there's so many people who want to do it. I mean, there's so many people who want to write for a living. Absolutely. And and, it, and I always try to be very encouraging because I I have been in, in exactly the same position. And it's just right. it, the biggest. Um, I actually got to teach a couple of classes um, at uh, some writers' workshops uh, in Roanoke at. Um, Holland's University, which Holland's is huge. They have a really good storytell, uh, like like story, not storytelling, but literary department, and they they really have a kind of a reputation for grooming great writers, like like prize winning writers. Um, and I got to teach a couple classes there, which was, in itself was kind of like, golly, I'm getting to teach. Uh, <laughs> I'm fancy. I'm fancy. I'm in Holland. Super I'm gonna put fancy my, now. I'm going to put socks on today. Um, <laughs> the word of the day is classy. 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 Yes. classy. I'm classy. Classy. <laughs> Stay classy. 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 Classy, classy AF. So much classy. So much class. But the thing I, I tell them the class is. We are in Nova. You've got to be a prize fighter. You, you just have to get, you have to get beaten down and down and down and down and get up and say, I can do this all. Day, absolutely. Day. You know, it's because and being able to do something that you love is yeah. It, 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 you know, that's what gets so you, many people don't get that chance. Yeah, and you get, so. if you get that's what kind of what gets you back up. Or they if never just, figure it out. You, you know? know, it's it's not. People think it. it, it I mean, you, it's very solitary. You know this. You're sitting in a chair. Um, there's a there's a horrible writer's condition that I'm trying to build, start like a nonprofit for called butt in chair syndrome. You have to keep <laughs> your butt in the chair to work, and it's like you write a page and you're like. I, I think I need to wash some dishes. <laughs> and it's like, you know, like kind of force yourself at, uh, to do you it. Know, Bob and Dave, who own Podcast Detroit, which this show airs on. Um, Thanks, I, Bob I, and Dave. I, yes, thank you, Bob and Dave. Uh, I work at their brewery just to get out of my house because I can't write full time. Right, I have right. to like be get up. somewhere. Yes. I yeah. have to see people. I sing to my dogs. Okay? Like, well, your dogs are your children. So. They are. But still. Like, I needed to get out of my house. So, yeah. Like, you kind of, like, you write, you do your thing. But, man, sometimes you just got to get out of the house. Yeah, it's, it's you gotta really. You got to step away from the laptop or the typewriter. And that's the hard part is, is really, I mean, especially like. Typewriter? Yes. Typewriter. I, hipsters. Hipsters oh, okay. still use typewriter. That's becoming I, a new thing. Yeah, I, it's becoming I, popular again. When I. Was I actually liked into elementary school? I got into like a creative writing class. It was like a big thing. My English teacher recommended me for a creative writing class, and I go in and I'm writing like I was reading uh, 
Robert E. Howard and Michael Moorcock and Roger Zelazny and just all this new wave. Well, Howard isn't really new wave, but you know, Zelazny and Moorcock were reading like a lot of a lot of science fiction and fantasy at the point. And I write this thing, and it's all full of just like monsters and magic swords and you know cosmic yes. entities and all this yeah, other yeah. stuff. And like the, real life, yeah. like just like real life. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, we, read, we read the papers. It happens all the time. <laughs> Unicorn shooting lasers. Exactly. <laughs> there are definitely monsters in the newspaper. Oh yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, there are. Uh, that's why you dive right into a book. Uh, I um, know. But anyways, you know, the, fiction the, is better than real life right the, now. Uh, the the teacher of the class was a grad student from Holland's, and at this point, um, you know, Holland's does have a, a quite a literary tradition, and I I think very highly of Holland's. But she had nothing. She was you know literature with a big L, and this was trash. What I was writing was trash. I should be writing about my feelings and rainbows and <laughs> you know and stuff like that. And it really took the wind out of myself. I didn't write anything for a couple of years. I just stopped because I was like, okay, someone who like is a teacher, someone in a position of authority, told me that I suck, so I'm yeah. going to stop. One day I come home from school and there is an electric typewriter sitting on my desk. My mom said, it's your birthday, Yay. and I noticed you haven't been writing a lot lately, and I thought wow. I would get you something. And that, Aww. Now, did this and electric I, typewriter have the white outline on it? It did. <laughs> it was just high <laughs> fucking That's a good tech. one. <laughs> We're talking jetpacks here, okay? It was like <laughs> the Ferrari of electric yes. typewriters. Instead of sitting there with the white out, and the little bottle of white out, and, going, and then trying to line your shit back up so well, that yep. one letter isn't higher than the other letter, yep. Yep. Um, you, you could just sit there and go, hold the button down and... White out. <laughs> How, welcome to the future. <laughs> and I started writing again like crazy, and I never stopped. And uh, I have. And here we are today. Yeah. Up until my mom passed away a few years ago, I Aww. dedicated every book to her. And she was in every dedication because I would not have kept doing this. And I was very fortunate because she lived long enough to see Six Gun and uh, Shotgun Arcana come into, into print. And she was really proud of that. And that, I'm sorry, that's awesome. you know, but that's, no, no, that's, but that's, awesome. that's beautiful. You know, she she kept me going because I had given up, and and then she taught me a really important lesson, which is don't give up. So and supporting you, your children too. Thanks, mom. You're the Thank best. You, mom. Supporting your kids is a big thing. It really yes. is. <laughs> Oh, I'm like I'm tearing up. I'm like, I'm I need. I need more uh, I have the clumps. Oh. <laughs> Getting all the feels for our home audience. We're all waving our hands and yeah. our faces. All the feels. Not to cry. Yeah. That that's amazing. And like, that is awesome. You you accomplished a lot. Um, I got a lot to do still. I still want to, well, you know. But I'm really you happy with. Like, no, you're good. No. Oh no, I got, I got. Uh, you got like at least ten more books. Than you. Oh Maybe God, 20. <laughs> probably I, fifty. Actually, it's a race. I really am. It's. A, I, I, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with this. You have all these freaking ideas in your head, yeah. and it's like I can't get them out quick enough. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you I'll actually like, finish a book, you're doing better than George R. R. Martin. Uh, <laughs> I met him. <laughs> I met him, and I made the biggest jackass of myself in front of him in my life. It seems to be that's my thing is making yeah. him a jackass in front of myself in front of well, you know famous authors. As you do. So, <laughs> um, have you guys read any of his wild card books? I have not. No. See, everybody think you know you think Game of Thrones and George Martin. He's been around forever. Yeah. He um he was the. Uh, uh, script. He wrote a lot of the scripts, and I think he was the, kind of like the guy in charge of Beauty and the Beast, that old TV show. Okay. Um, 
And which um, was a, the original was amazing. Yes, no. that's the one. That yeah, yes. yeah. And um, does any? I'm gonna just. Oh, I. Oh, oh yeah. all right. All right, talk me into we're it. We're having such a great conversation, yeah. and I can't get our service. I'm, so I'm, uh, I'm good with my. Yeah, my see, beer. you're good. <laughs> I tried to like. I tried to flag her down. It did not work. Right there. I, I can do this. Now. Do it. I can do this one. Excuse me, miss. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Miss, ha, could we get a couple of beers if it's not too much trouble? I, I, yeah, I, that's all I got. I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's Bud Light. Which there's one do Oberon, you want, Stephanie? There's uh, Norm's uh, Raggedy what, Ass. What do you have in there? Because that looks so good. <laughs> that is the Norm's Raggedy Ass. Oh, I don't, I don't want any Raggedy Ass. I, I had yay. plenty of If my wife has one, my one defining phrase, Norm, Raggedy, raggedy, ass. raggedy <laughs> ass would be it, yes. <laughs> There's, there's bottles too. That's Can I get a bottle of, of what he had, or actually a draft. Draft would be awesome. Thank you so much. Actually, and- can I just get a water? <laughs> oh come on! After all of that, <laughs> all that, all, all right, all right. I, right. I already have my crown. I just need some right. water. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Stephanie. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs> I don't have any alcohol moment. <laughs> also, Sorry, if you're gonna be a writer, yeah. you have to learn to drink. Yeah. Yep. It's very important. Honestly, like after a few drinks, I feel the most inspired. I'm just saying. Is that what I have to do? Is just drink more? Yeah. Like right, two- drunk, edit sober. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly that's exactly how you do it. This is pro tips right here. Pro tips. It is not seriously, kids. Don't write drunk. I'm just okay, wear your seatbelts and don't do crack. If so you see, I got to do it the opposite. I, mean, I don't know if I, I can. I don't know if I can write freshly, but I have I have ideas that I never actually. When you like, do that, you end up. Thank no, you so much. Front to fruition. So I'm like, hmm. You're, the best. Well, you're on the radio right now. Can you, can you What's say your something? Name? What's your name? Denahi. Well, say, nice. say something for our studio oh, audience. I like nice. it. <laughs> say something for our studio audience. Say hi to mom or you know, <laughs> boyfriend or you know. whomever. Hi. <laughs> and she has an amazing hat. I really. Like I know. That. I was gonna say like I love awesome. the hat. Cool. Yeah. Masquerade. Yeah. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate it. Thank you. you uh, the, the, the gentleman in the Hawaiian shirt is paying for all this, by the way. Where <laughs> oh, did you go? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, awesome. yeah. The whole hotel. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait a minute, we've got to spread the word. So if you're in the uh, Detroit area um, or the Novi area, please, please go on down and have a drink. Uh, it's on, it's on Dave, Dave and Bob. Dave, Dave and Bob. Dave and Bob. Podcast the real Detroit. question is, do they have Jeffersons? And if not, we need to send someone out of Jefferson. Oh my God, Dave, we'll go. This is almost Jefferson. like orange juice. This is breakfast. Yeah. It's perfect. Uh, so pro tip, right Drunk, edit sober, and uh, or at least buzzed. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to be drunk, and also yeah. you should be twenty-one yeah. if you Absol- are absolutely doing the drink. Drink part. responsibly. Yes, because <laughs> you know it's totally what we're doing. I know, right? you know, we're here all day. We can drink right. as much we're as we all want kinds of responsible. Take a nap exactly, and then go home. I, I have a fine. I have a panel true. at four. I want to go to. Um, uh, are you guys talking to uh, Leanne Hibber by any chance? No. She's a tour author. She is amazing. And um, she is doing a couple panels today. But if you can grab her, she would be an awesome guest for you guys. Cool. Get and I'm going on. to her. <laughs> <laughs> Unleash Sal. Um, but uh, she's got a couple panels. And I have a panel. Sal is interviewing me at 5 o'clock. That's going to be awesome. awesome. We, should, we should try to sit in at least for a little bit if we're not doing a show. 
heckle, um, throw things at me. Do you know? I have no clue. <laughs> there is a map here. I don't know if it's that's helpful. It's in the hotel. It is in the room. It's in the room. On the, I'm, bet, I'm betting the second in, in floor. In this hotel. Yeah. I think it might be the room where they're getting the opening. The conference rooms are on the second floor, so I'm assuming it would be there if it's a panel. Maybe. Oh. Maybe. I got nothing. I don't yeah. know. Apparently all the conference center rooms are yeah. named after cities in Michigan, I guess. We. We. <laughs> Originalist fuck. Yeah. See, kids, geography is useful. Mm. Totally. So. Awesome. Thank you so much yeah, for being on so the much. show. Like, uh, we I, appreciate your time. Well, I, I hope I was able... Did I say anything? Did I, did I actually say anything of any merit? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, thank you so I, much. I feel like I know you, and like I'm going to start spamming your email. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please. No. I'm going to start stalking you. Um, and I'm not shy. So I would... I always... It makes me... You know, when you have crappy days, and it's like you get an email from someone, I read your book and it rocked. You know, that makes your... It just makes you really happy. So, yeah, please, spam away. Spam, spam, spam. Yay. So, who's ever read it, please Regardless review it. Of whether I like the book or not, I'm going to send you an email that's like, ah, you wasted no, 17 no, hours seriously. of my life. Yes, yo, no, please. <laughs> yeah, I actually enjoy the hate mail more than the. No, that's not true. I enjoy I enjoy the love mail more than the yeah, hate yeah. mail, but I appreciate it. No, it's going to be it's gonna be very tongue in cheek hate when, mail. Whenever, whenever I, I recommend the book or something, I say, look, if you if you think this sucks, let me know. Yeah, I, I'm still yeah. cool with it because I, I hope you like it yeah. um i'm actually I look forward to, to listening to it i've got i don't read a whole lot of books i've uh i've got three I series going on i've got the western which is mostly the sting steampunk like kind of thing and then i've got two urban fantasy series <laughs> yeah I think, and you know. uh, very awesome i look forward to uh listening to your first book i like reading i look forward words. to you listening to my first yeah. book yes and so if people want to find you like on the interweb somewhere where can they find you where well you first you have to get a tour browser and then no i'm sorry <laughs> just, kidding. just kidding just first, kidding open up your netscape <laughs> <laughs> you're going to give you're going to give your browser a good scrub too afterwards let me tell you um, whatever you do do not do the internet explorer <laughs> go to, i hate you, Deb. I hate you. <laughs> you're gonna go to the post office you're gonna get a cd you're gonna say america online <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're gonna need an old, you're gonna, a landline and an old school modem. You get the dial, and it's going. gonna make you like, ah, yeah, yeah. sound. Beep, beep. Um, but uh, I am on Facebook uh, under author R.S. Belcher. Um, I am on Twitter under author R.S. Belcher, and in a stunning show of originality, I'm on Instagram as author R.S. Belcher. <laughs> so imaginative. Um, you go with the name too because it oh, sounds very authory. I have a I have a website it too. It's uh, rsbelcher.net. Net. Net. Dot net. Yes. Rsbelcher.net. He yes. had to close his eyes to, to, like, to visualize. Yeah. yeah. I, he had to make sure there wasn't an author in front of it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I actually am really bad about updating my website. I was going to put on there that I was going to be here. Um, a, a, my agent got on to me because she was like, you really need to do something with your website because it's like, you have appearances on there for like three years ago or something. Yeah. That, that's well, real life though. Like, it I, is. Yeah. Yeah, I have a website. I haven't updated it. Get your, get your, kids, on, get your kids on that, man. Yeah. I'm busy. Get the kids on the okay. website and just be like, hey, can you take oh, care no, of this Oh, no, I'm not going to put my kids on my website. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I didn't have like big, pictures of like big mustaches and devil horns on me. That's not everything. Nine out of ten people say this book sucks. 
<laughs> Anyways, guys, I'm going to just take my beer, I guess, and walk away now. Well, what do we do? I don't know. We're, we're, we're shutting it down. Yeah. We're shutting it down. Thank you so much for, for wanting to do this. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was of course. Awesome. Very awesome. Really I'm, cool. I'm following you on all the social media. Look at it. Thank you so oh, much. Man. You're awesome. Yeah, oh, already you. got it. like on top of this. Yes. He's I like, love I love you so I much. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I also like to thank you for having me drinking earlier than I would normally be drinking. What time is right. it? No, it's good. Twelve thirty. Oh yeah, no, never this mind. This is actually, yeah. it's actually a late start. We're in the afternoon now. It's not like most wow. days, and then we, we are drinking at ten a.m. Yes. You know, this that, is true. that is dedication. That shows endurance <laughs> we, and we commitment. We love our show that yes. much. <laughs> we hate our livers. They're doing much. it for you, fans. <laughs> They're doing it for you, so you should shower them with appreciation. Yes, you should. <laughs> All right, guys. So until next time, I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Dev. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Ladies first. <laughs> I'm Melissa. <laughs> Whoever goes and, first. And uh, I'm uh, Rod Belcher, R.S. Belcher. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs>